What's up, dude? How you doing, man? It's been a crazy week. Of course, we've been both super busy, and I'm glad we're back in the studio. Back, back in our virtual <laughs> studio. Like honestly, man, like this is usually I feel like I'm on top of the markets. Like I feel like I know what's happening everywhere. But this is the one week where I'm just like loosely following what's going on. Just so much shit going on, just personally, that I haven't yeah. had a chance to like be on top of everything. Everything like the only thing that I'm seeing on my timeline is like AMC, AMC, AMC. <laughs> Do you have any idea what the fuck's going on, dude? Dude, it feels the same same way for me. It feels like when you're on like a stair climber on like full settings and there's just so much market news. You're like yes. climbing up the fucking ladder as quickly as you can, but you're never at the top. Um, I, I, I am shell-shocked right now. We're seeing lightning strike, you know, twice, three times, four times, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, I had a conversation with my brother-in-law and mm-hmm. he doesn't know the stock market like at all okay and he he dm me weeks ago back when amc was ten dollars and he goes hey man uh what do you think about amc and yeah. i told him dude uh you know i was trying to be nice you know of course like he course. knows i am into investing i know he's not at all and i was just kind of give him you know a general breakdown mm-hmm. hey it's a risky stock um it could go anywhere you know i didn't shoot it down a couple yeah. weeks go by this thing starts climbing <laughs> he's doing he, he uh, uh messages me and he goes i think it's gonna go to a hundred oh my god wait is <laughs> this back go, in late january or is this like recent <laughs> this is like recent oh this god is recent this oh is god. like the past couple of weeks oh god and uh, a couple of days ago i go I, I i then go a little bit further and i say hey if AMC is at a hundred, that would put it at, you know, a $55 billion market cap, which is more than Ford. Like the revenues are 1 billion a year. Right. I, I try to be a little bit more, Hey, this is not going to happen. Yeah. And uh, now we're sitting at, what are we sitting at? I don't know, like, like 20 something. Dude. <laughs> it, I think I saw it pop like 40% today. Like it was doing GameStop shit. Do you remember GameStop back yeah. in late January? It's just, Oh my God. I can't believe that we're doing, we're going through this again. 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 God. Again. Do, do you even know what's driving? Is it, is it Wall Street bets again? Like, is, is this, like, what's, what's, is it another short speed? Like, what the fuck's going on, dude? <sighs> you know, there has to be something going on. Yo, my bad, dude. Oh, is that hey. your, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the guy, uh, someone's, okay, so we're going to keep this in. Because that's just how we do it. Someone's cutting mowing the lawn outside my house, and um, it just <laughs> Cannon is laughing his ass off right now. Dude, I thought there was like a saw like going <laughs> through my door. That was Wait, my, is my, is my, okay. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. You know what? Yeah. Should leave that in because we just we just keep it raw. No yeah. cap ball gains. Keeping it raw. Yeah, but no, unedited. yeah, <laughs> unedited. So yeah, what the fuck, dude? Like this is. Memes. I'm getting. I'm getting the same text messages from friends again. Like, yo, like I thought this stuff was dead. Like, and and like I'm I'm seeing the headlines. I'm not even sure how true it is, but like all the capital is going from uh, crypto back yeah. to um, meme stocks. And it's like I don't even know if that's true. Like, well, I, you know, who knows what the fuck is going I, on? So I think that you know we're seeing another GameStop situation unfolding or beginning to unfold. I think you, you really call think it so. Game- and here's why. Um, I don't know the short interest. Again, I'm on the stair climber right now. I, I can't keep up with all the news. But 
uh, if it here's the thing why I think GameStop has kind of passed the torch to AMC. You have all these people. I mean, Reddit's exploding with AMC right now. I've looked at Reddit. Uh, I've seen all the the tickers all over Twitter, and okay. it's mostly AMC more than GameStop in my opinion. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But uh, the other thing is barrier to entry. You know, if you're someone who wants to hop on that trend, we've seen that. You know, usually it's people who are more risky, not into the market, don't have huge accounts um and when they see hmm which you know which (laughs) which rocket ship should i jump on the gamestop one that's at 250 or the amc one that's at right was at 17 dollars you know right and they go for the 17 dollar one because they feel like you know you can it has a higher upside yeah right higher even though that's not how it really works right people are just but like you're talking new investors that don't know what the fuck they're doing they're like trying to catch the next gamestop I mean, like it goes, we're back in the, you know, we're back in the meme economy of just like people are investing in meme stocks, coins, whatever. It was, it was actually funny. Like I was talking to some, some, some really um, respectable dude that I was that, you know, talking about like the whole investing, what's going on in the markets. And he was like, it it, basically it's coming down to like YOLOing responsibly because like, (laughs) no, seriously. And I I love this term, like YOLOing responsibly because you know, you, you're not going to, if you're really trying to become extremely wealthy, right? Like, it, like, let's just say your goal is to become extremely wealthy. And I, and I don't, I don't, I don't agree with this philosophy exactly, but I, I'm starting to come around to it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to save your way to a million bucks. You're just not going to. It's very yeah. hard to save your way to a million bucks. So you might think that like the best way for you to acquire the level of wealth that you are trying to get is to literally YOLO your money in things that have the potential to 10x, 100x, 1000x. So that is options trading, which is incredibly volatile and risky. But we've seen like screenshots of people on Reddit and Wall Street bets take like 10,000 bucks and turn it into $3 million or whatever from crazy Mm -hmm. call options that they're doing on these meme stocks, these altcoins, all these different things. So we live in like a a world where like YOLOing responsibly, meaning not necessarily like next week's rent check, but YOLOing responsibly might not be the worst thing. And I'm actually starting to come around to this idea of like, you know what? If you have a hundred dollars, but would you rather spend the hundred dollars? You could put the hundred dollars in an S and P five hundred, whatever ETF, and like get the, mm-hmm. get the six percent a year or whatever. You know, be fine. Or you could put the hundred dollars in a YOLO and, and see where that takes you. Again, I, I can't even believe that I, these words are coming out of my mouth. No, I, you're about to fucking scold me like, yo, Zade, what no, the fuck, man? We're supposed to be responsible. Yeah, we just lost all of our sponsorships. Yeah. Podcast. Sponsors, um, I don't no, agree I'm with I, I don't necessarily agree with this. I'm just starting to like understand the philosophy here of some people's we, mindset of just like YOLOing responsibly. Responsibly we, is the keyword. We lost all the sponsors that we don't have. <laughs> um, no, there you know, there is that idea. You know, quick story. The best percentage gain option trade I ever made was off of a $400, $450 option trade. And nice. it was, it was a pure YOLO. It was literally, ironically, AMC. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that's right. You last told me about this. Time, yeah. Last time around it, you know, I, I bought these calls that were at like a one, one and a half dollar premium. They turned into a $15 premium the next day. Yeah. You 10 X. Holy yeah. shit. In one night, you know, that $450 turned into five, 
five grand. And like, I only put in $450 because like you, I'm, you know, very, I'm more of a conservative investor, I would say. I am a tech investor, but more on the, the I'm not going to put five grand into an option play. Correct. But correct. I easily know people that would. Yes. If you put five grand into that exact option play that I did, you know, you're looking at 50 fucking, G's. Yeah, 50 G's or more. And that's, that can be life changing money. Yes. You know? that, that's a house down payment for some people. Bro, even five you G's, know? man. Five G's, turning 500 yeah. to five G's is like, that's a that's a down payment on a car or some shit. Like that is yeah. a big deal. Right. Um so yeah, man, like maybe maybe like YOLOing responsibly, something that again, our parents and like every financial advisor in the world would probably say, no, don't fucking YOLO ever. Just put all your money into a Roth IRA and just like track, you know, put it on spy and whatever. Yeah. But I'm starting to come around like to the fact that you know what? Maybe it's not such a bad idea. Probably every financial advisor and every like finance book and financial literacy book that you've read is probably gonna like come down on us hard for saying this, or at least me yeah. for saying this. But I'm start. I'm really, really trying to starting to take this advice seriously. Um, and again, when I say responsible, I mean that you've already done your your basics, like you're doing your your um, 401k match from your employer. You've already maxed out your Roth IRA. After that, I mean, take it, take a yeah. portion of your portfolio and either try it in crypto, try yeah. it in something. I mean, you know, but responsibly is the key word to to I, all of this. I look at it this way too. You know, you have these huge VC firms. They, they, they YOLO responsibly too. They'll invest exactly. in a hundred fucking companies a year. Yes, because they just need one. They need one Uber. They need one, you know, Snapchat. Yes, and so, you know, a lot of these VCs are investing in companies that haven't even made a sale. They haven't even fucking done anything. You know, so Clubhouse. how's that any? Yeah, how's that? <laughs> how's that any different? You know. Uh, right, exactly. So. I mean, obviously, these VCs have a, a shit ton more money. And again, if, if it's all about trying to like get the next hundred bagger, thousand bagger, and and like like you just experienced, you had a ten bagger of a, of, a, of a YOLO option. I mean, again, yeah. it's a it definitely is a strategy, and most people would say not to do it. I think that it actually is something that you have to start taking seriously now, especially in a world where we have so much insane volatility. On, on on some of these stocks and options and, and crypto yeah. that if you if your goal is to really try to like get big like like tr try to have a massive return on on your investment on some things then I can't I can't even say like I can't even I, I can't go disregard this uh, the strategy anymore like it's like it's it's legit yeah. like I mean fuck man so yeah, we kind of got sidetracked here a little bit talking about AMC but like it just goes back to like the the world that we live in now man we live in the YOLO economy world. Yeah, we really do. And, um, you know, we've seen in the cryptocurrencies, we saw that China ban, you know, Bitcoin <laughs> for the hundredth time. Yeah, like like that's uh, new. Yeah. <laughs> People <laughs> freaking out about something that's been happening for like the last four years. Like, come that on. Was, I mean, I've seen FUD before. For those uh, that don't know what FUD is, it's fear, uh, doubt, and uncertainty. Uncertainty. Um, I don't know why I went from the first letter to the last and then in the middle, but <laughs> my brain is mush right now. That's all good, bro. Me too. Fear, <laughs> uncertainty, and doubt. That is what FUD means. F-U-D. Yeah. It's a crypto slang for basically any type of news article that's just trying to get people to sell. Yeah, dude. And 
Okay, China's first like major move to be bearish or like be against Bitcoin was in 2014. Yeah. I was shocked it wasn't even like I thought it was already uh, banned. Like, right? Oh, oh, look at the audacity of this! Gannon Breslin One is now following you. So I have someone who is breaking news, fake, faking my account, and decided to follow me. Dude, someone, someone, that same person just followed me too. <laughs> 222 <laughs> followers. He fucking, check this out. He fucking copied your exact bio. Gannon, yeah. you have made it, my friend. You have made it on Twitter <laughs> because people are starting to copy your shit word for word and have even bought fake followers. The best part is that they put all my stuff down. Like they put like my newsletter. They're like <laughs> advertising for me essentially. I'm about to block them right now, dude. I'm about to report them right now. Yeah, same. Oh, that's well, we'll, funny. I'll deal with that later. Yeah, yeah, I've had like seven, seven accounts fake me or fake beat me in the past. You've made two it, weeks. man. I you think it's the same it. person. Oh my god, they have, someone must be obsessed with you. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I've this whole flood it, stuff. Man. But this I can't get verified. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, fucking come on, Twitter. Hey, they have a new, they have a new method of getting verified now. It's so like. Once that application yeah. comes out, we can all try. No, I got that. I, I can do the application. Oh, nice. Okay. I nice. can do the application, but uh, I you tried submit to it? do it. No, I couldn't even submit. I don't have enough followers or, or mentions in the area or, or whatever. You have like yeah. 15, 17K followers, dude. Like yeah. still not enough. 19K. Look at that. It's not enough, apparently. Come on, apparently Jack. Come on, no, Jack. It's, it's whatever. I don't want to be verified until I'm verified. Then oh, yeah. I want to be ver- yeah. 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 Blue check marks, whatever. Fucking blue check mark. People would like think <laughs> they're the so cool. Part. That's the best part is when they go, oh, yeah, I don't want to be verified. Verified. Yeah. Stupid. Fuck then, that. Of course you do. I know <laughs> you. I you want to be are, verified, dude. It's so full of shit. Do you know how I'll, many times? The uh, <laughs> <laughs> only times I've like, I've like messaged TikTok. I have like 250,000 followers. Yeah, on I don't TikTok. know how you're not. I Bro, don't know how you're not verified. I send them an email no monthly. Monthly, yeah. I'm like, guys, fucking verify me. Give me that blue check mark. Like, I, I, I just want to feel. I just want to feel something. Just give me that blue check mark. I've been making content for like almost two years now on TikTok. I have a pretty decent following. I make videos all the time. Yeah. So like, yeah, you don't meet the qualifications. I even send them like clippings of me being quoted in the New York Times and like <laughs> other other places. And like, yeah, it's not enough. Yeah. Fuck, man. What does a guy got to do to get verified on TikTok? I guess you got to shake your ass on the camera. I know. I uh, mean, that's probably then, next, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have literally posts that have like dozens of thousands of likes. We're talking like in the, I mean, what was the most liked video you've had? I think more than 100,000. Yeah. I've had a video to get more than 100,000 likes. Yeah. And I consistently do it. Interacting with it. Yeah. Good God, man. So if someone at TikTok is listening, which I know you are, of course, because we have thousands and thousands and thousands of listeners. <laughs> I'm, I'm being, I'm joking. Um, just, just hit your boy up, Admani Explains, and just, just try to get me verified. And someone at Twitter is listening. Jack, I know you're probably listening to this or someone's going to share this with you. Of course. Gannon Breslin, 19,000 followers. The dude posts some <laughs> dope content. Just verify the guy. We'll talk about being verified like in the middle of our podcast. I, I didn't want to touch on the FUD stuff about, about Bitcoin. I always yeah. find it so funny. The Bitcoin people on TikTok – or not TikTok, but on, on Twitter are hilarious. Like any any minor mention, like I was – you know, you could say something like, Oh, like, you know, seeing some, seeing Bitcoin slightly red today. Stop fucking spreading FUD, bro. It's like, 
Bro, I'm just saying that Bitcoin's down like half a percent. Stop fucking spreading spreading fraud, bro. It's all uh, what? Some of these I Bitcoin people are crazy. Huge man. crypto bull. And if I tweet something remotely bearish, I mean like with the scent of bearishness, I got like ten people in my DMs. Like, bro, I really? Thought, did, you, did you sell? Did you sell? Did you? You have paper hands? I'm like, no. I have a brain connected to my my system like i i understand that like okay there's things to be bearish about you can't just walk into any investment and just chop off your head and you know <laughs> be a forever bull right it's like you said uh, something you said something smart that's bad about bitcoin fuck you bro i fuck don't you. know you hate bitcoin bro fuck I you <laughs> i don't know who is more sensitive to people talking bad about their investments either tesla or bitcoin yes. holders dude that's a good question dude i, I had a post I, I had a post where both were hating me <laughs> i own both <laughs> i own both i i successfully got both parties mad in one post even though you're bullish and legitimately own both things <laughs> people are shitting on you for probably having a very yeah. well thought out tweet yeah. about it oh my god i'm like elon musk is being absolutely ridiculous like he Yada yada yada. I don't want to get into it. And then Bitcoiners are being very hypocritical in this sense. And they're like people like lost their minds. It's like so funny. Dude, I I know. And that's why I just like try to avoid anything Bitcoin now, like tweeting about it, because it says you're gonna get shitted on so hardcore, even oh. for something just minor. It's like, oh, what the fuck, bro? What the fuck? Yeah. Uh like but I oh, will I, say, I yeah. will say though, like this this most recent news cycle, uh, with the whole China banning Bitcoin, Elon, yeah. the renewable energy. It was just so out of like, I mean, the amount of, I looked at like some flow data and stuff that I saw some articles. <laughs> um, I hate that I even use that word. Yeah. <laughs> flow data. Flow data. <laughs> um, God, becoming what I hate. <laughs> um, but like huge whales bought that dip. Because it was just like so ridiculous. It just yeah. didn't, it had no actual fundamental, like, not going to fundamentally hurt Bitcoin that uh, China banned it for the thousandth time, you know? Yeah, that was dumb. That was something that, that, that was just dumb. Um, I'm not going to lie though, man. It kind of got dark for me a little bit with this, with, with the, with the dip. Because um, like it dipped, it dipped hard a couple weeks ago or something yeah. like that. And then it kind of bounced. And then it started dipping again over the weekend. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you know, like what's, you know, and I was just like, I was in California on vacation with my family. So I was like, I'm not even going to look at it. And then like by Monday afternoon, Bitcoin's back, all the alts are back. And it's like, all right, well, this is, this is just fucking classic crypto. Just like taking us for a ride. And um, weirdly enough with cryptocurrency, I'm more hands off on cryptocurrency than stocks. It's even though they're like 10 times more volatile. I think exactly. it's, so, it's so volatile for me that I just like, I can't even pay attention to it. I just, I'll look at it. I don't even know what the price is of Bitcoin or Ethereum really? right now. I haven't, <sighs> haven't looked in three days because okay. it's just, I'm in it for the long haul. Like that is my, my YOLO. I love even it. Though I believe in it. I believe in it much more than my AMC, you know, $400 call bet. Like I believe in it, but it's still YOLO. <laughs> See, I'm the exact opposite. I'm, and I love that you're like like this way because it probably helps a lot with the stress. 
but I'm the exact opposite to where I track the crypto prices a lot more closely than I do my stock prices. Cause like my stock prices, you know, I'll track them. I'll open up the portfolio once, typically once a day, I'll check it at the close, see how they're doing. Or maybe like every couple of days if the market isn't too volatile. Mm-hmm. But for crypto, man, I am like hyper aware, especially like when I invest in some of these altcoins because I'm an idiot. And like, I want to like, I, you know, I YOLO like a grand on some altcoin that like someone like slid into my DMs and told me about it. And like, I read like two thirds of a white paper and I was convinced that it's like the next Ethereum. I'll like mm-hmm. put a grand into that, into that altcoin and I'm like obsessively tracking it. Like, okay, what the fuck? <laughs> Oh my god! It went from like a dollar thirty to a dollar seventy. Oh shit! Does that mean I sell? You know, I'm just I'm crazy about it. But that's not good for your mental mental state because I've gotten to places where I'm just like, okay, well, and it's just distracting. It's fucking distracting. And sometimes I think I do it to myself because I enjoy it. I enjoy looking at it because I just it's like mm-hmm. a distraction to me. Instead of me like scrolling on Instagram, I'll just like scroll through crypto prices because I'm fucking weird. But um, yeah. But I don't recommend people do that because it really is distracting, and you're gonna fucking have paper hands. And then if you have paper hands, then you're, you know, you're going to fucking sell at a loss <laughs> and just not hold on for the long term. Don't fucking paper hands um, like a lot of people did when the, when the you, recent crypto drop happened. You can't paper hands crypto or else you'll be out in a day. I mean, you'll sell in a day. Like, oh, yeah, man, it's insane. I wanted yeah. to ask you about something real quick. Yeah. I had it pulled up here. What do you think about all these brokerages most of them are kind of like the app based brokerages so fire robin hood i think there's one other that came out um with be- people being able to invest like pre-ipo i mean look so i think this people started getting hyped on this whole ipo like investing in ipo because we had some massive big name ipos like airbnb and um no. I, I, what was the other one that i forgot that, that was just huge no Snow, snow, yes. They just like skyrocketed, right? Yeah. Post IPO. And that typically doesn't happen, right? I think we have this like, we have this feeling in our minds that IPOs always skyrocket immediately. So I think having access to these IPOs is, is cool. Like, I guess they're, you know, I guess it's, it kind of fits the narrative of like democratizing, um, you know, investing for the normal people. But I really don't think it's like a game changer. I really don't. Um, mm-hmm. I, I personally think that, like again, IPOs, most of them don't skyrocket. We don't even snow. Is snow below their IPO price? I mean, they're they're you know they're struggling a little bit. Um, Airbnb was is below their IPO price. Coinbase um, had a huge. Oh god, and yeah, Coinbase didn't even did Coinbase. Yeah, Coinbase did spike above oh, uh, yeah. their IPO day, but like now they're below their IPO price. So a lot of it is just. Um, is just uh, I don't know this perception that we have uh, that IPOs are automatically just guaranteed to be juggernauts, and I had that yeah. perception myself. Like I, w- I felt the same way, especially when I saw what happened with Airbnb. I'm like, oh fuck, man! I wish I was able to buy some Airbnb price stocks at the IPO price when it like jumped a hundred percent. But that's not always the case, especially in like a normal market condition. It's not always the case. So yeah, it's cool that they're offering this IPO stuff. I feel like it's not going to be useful for most people. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know the details exactly. It, it, it's, it's, from what I understand, it's not as easy as people think. It's not like, oh, I can just buy shares. I think you okay. have to like put in a certain amount, uh, like have some sort of. You might have to have some sort of like accreditation. I, I don't know. I don't know hundred percent now. I've seen, I've seen the news and like Robinhood was sending out the notifications, like, oh, you have IPO access and whatnot. I mean, like, it's, it sounds cool, but like. 
yeah. it wasn't like a game changer for me because I, I just know that IPOs most of the time are overhyped. So I typically try to avoid companies at IPOs because they're going to spike and then they're going to drop yeah. the following day. So it's like, unless you can buy and get out immediately, which like at that point, you're just like gambling a little bit. You're just like day trading. Um, right. I don't really see a, I don't really see a reason to like um, IPO buy, buy into an IPO. I mean, the perfect example of that was like, I remember when this happened, like back in 2012, 2013 when Facebook IPO and Facebook IPO like, everyone's like, Oh my God, everyone, this is going to be huge. And like, yeah. they, they like dropped significantly oh, yeah. after, oh, yeah. after the fact. So again, it doesn't always work out. Everyone, it's not, they're not all going to be like Airbnbs and like literally yeah. double um, the day after the IPO. Well, so just, I mean, at the time, you know, we're a prisoner of the moment. Like that was the best time you could IPO was when just the market was ripping. I mean, I'm a last I, year, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people were probably rushing to IPO because they just saw what was happening around them. Can you Markets imagine that? Like being like a janitor, like, you know, there's stories of like Microsoft employees that were literally like janitors that became millionaires overnight Incredible. and just and just quit like retired which of course they would wait a minute though are you telling me that these janitors are getting stock options <laughs> no <I've, laughs> like, what the fuck <laughs> the janitors for microsoft is like yeah we're gonna pay you not from um, the, 11 yeah. bucks an hour and then we're gonna offer you <laughs> like no, a five thousand no, no. dollar stock yeah. option <laughs> Not from the IPO, not from the IPO. I meant just like there's some companies that like small employees will just put a ton of their paychecks into the company right. and then okay. the share price over time will just ex you know explode and then those people become millionaires. I mean, yeah, I guess I know I, you've seen that and I've also seen that with crypto, right? We've seen that with crypto where like people just like YOLO on some on Would some you do that? Coins. Would you do that? Like, I come from kind of like the notion that if I work for a company, like putting a lot of my money into the stock of that company that I work for, I've always gone back and forth on like what someone should do when it comes to that. I mean, I would probably do that. Yeah. I mean, you kind of feel like you have a small part in like the success of the company. So if you legitimately are. Yeah, I don't know bullish on the company long term, and you kind of have an inside view of like what how the company's operating and what it's going to be like. I mean, I, I think that's a great idea. You know, like imagine working at Facebook in 2012 when you like the stock was at 40, 50 bucks. Like, if you knew what Facebook was going to become, because if you had a four or five year roadmap, then of course, I mean, that's it, like a no brainer to like hold on to their stock and invest your money in, in, in those stocks. Yeah, but you know. That was like, you know, a good example to give. <laughs> yeah. Know, um, obviously, it hasn't worked out for like the Yahoo employees that like had stock options back in like 20, 2002 and put all their money in Yahoo stocks. Right. So, yeah, it doesn't always work out. I'm using like a really good example. <laughs> how, do you say, how do you say Yahoo? Yahoo. I don't know if that's right. How do you say Yahoo? <laughs> no, no, you said it different before. Oh, you, shit. Like, Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, man, I, I don't know. I have a weird accent. Yahoo. So Yahoo. <laughs> You literally said it like, like you're like yahooing. Oh, that's, so cool. that's the Texas no. in me, man. No, but yeah, you you're really right. Did. It doesn't always work out for the Yahoo employee. <laughs> I can't stop thinking that for the for the Yahoo employees. Unfortunately, they didn't work out for them, or the or the AOL employees. 
Um, it actually reminds me real quick of these mergers that don't fucking work. Um, obviously, you might have saw like what happened with the AT&T like demerging from like Time Warner. <laughs> we, could, we could end on this one. Yeah. Mergers that just don't fucking work. When AT&T, a cell phone company, was like, you know what, what we're going to do? We're just going to fucking buy a company that makes content. We're just going to fucking buy HBO and Time Warner and all these this content company because for some reason that's going to help us increase our phone subscribers. That makes no fucking sense. That yeah. happened like in 2018. They paid like I don't even know how many billions of dollars. Oh, I thought they bought like DirecTV too. Oh, and they bought DirecTV. Yeah, fucking geniuses, like guys. The worst investment for them. Yeah, it really it, was. It, AT&T it, just should be, oh, God. I mean, their stock's gone up a ton right now. Has it? Oh, God. Yeah, but, you know, I just, it feels like George Costanza. Like, if I was George Costanza for the past, like, eight months, and if you've ever seen the episode where it's opposite day, where he does everything opposite of what his, like, first intention would be, and everything goes everything goes right right like george sands and seinfeld is known for like everything going wrong for him right you know, in the show um you know gets broken up with you know gets fired the whole nine yards and then one day he decides you know what i'm just going to do the opposite of what i would normally do and see what happens yeah and in that episode he gets like a promotion he gets like the hottest girl ever like all these things <laughs> and uh, it's like hilarious and i just think of that all the time when i'm like man if i just did the opposite of every trade like right now i would be killing it <laughs> it's like i should have shorted this company instead of buying or like just yeah, yeah. i know what you mean man i know what AT&T, you know gosh you would think it would be horrible stock goes up 20 percent, you know stuff like that it's just still funny to, hear, to see like just the amount of fuck-ups at&t has had and they're still just kind of like vibing right like they they bought direct tv for how many billions i don't even remember they bought time warner for 85 yeah. billion and they're like three years later which is not a long time so like, you know what we fucked up let's like let's just like get like let's demerge from time warner and then have a merge with discovery like it is just it is such a shit show and they're still just turning along, you know, and like it's it, sometimes, you know, I wish I could make $85 billion mistakes, right? Like and, and the CEO right. just got paid like a crazy bonus for making that deal. And it's, I don't know, man, I just, I just find it hilarious to know that like they bought a company for $85 billion and like three years later, they're like, yeah, you know what? Not nah, bad idea. Yeah. You just, you can't even wrap your head around how much money that is. Like it's, it's a huge mistake. Unfathomable. What were they um, thinking? God, it's like, why would you want to buy a content company? And, and Verizon made the same mistake. Verizon bought AOL. They bought Yahoo. Um, you know, I mean, they didn't pay eighty-five billion. They paid like ten billion or eleven billion total. And they realized, like, a few years later, like, yeah, fuck that. We're not a content company. We are a phone, a phone uh, data provider. We don't pro- having having a content arm doesn't mean you can compete yeah. with Facebook. You know, like I don't Can know. You imagine if they put eighty-five billion into like infrastructure and like Seriously, basically man. solidifying that they are the number one data coverage. Like, go to like the outskirts and make sure that there's a cell service there. Type, you know, it's like I don't know. It just blows my mind. Be really good at what you're good at. Like. AT&T is good at, you know, being a cell service company. 
And you know. yeah, and on top of that, so Ben Thompson, who, who writes for Stratechery, uh, one of my um, all-time favorite writers, he's amazing, kind of wrote about this stuff, is like, it, that the business model for Time Warner, for, which makes content, which owns HBO and things like that, does not fit AT&T at all. It doesn't make sense. At all. It, it's, mm. it's not a good marriage. Um, you know, unlike Disney buying Marvel, Disney is a content company. They make content that's yeah. their core product. Marvel is also a content company. So Disney buying Marvel makes a lot of sense. AT&T buying Time Warner doesn't make any sense. Verizon buying AOL and Yahoo doesn't make any sense. So a lot of these companies just merge with just for the sake of fucking merging. And yeah. they don't think this through. And obviously it didn't work out with this deal. Now they, they were able to salvage it. And I still haven't done my re research on it. My next TikTok is going to be about the whole Time Warner deal. But like essentially they, you know, they were able to salvage it by having Time Warner demerge from AT&T and then merge with Discovery, which makes a lot of sense because Discovery is a, you know, they're, they're, they're a content platform and they own like yeah. HGTV and all these like random ass channels. So that might end up working out. AT&T might've been able to salvage this, but like overall, man, it just goes to show you that even these massive multi-billion dollar companies just make the dumbest fucking mistakes. It, it makes no sense. Like, you know, maybe we're just ignorant. Like, like how do we see this? And we're not even a part of AT&T. We're two guys on a fucking podcast with 150 listeners. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Seriously. Like, how do we see this? And, 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 you know, the company that literally devotes their life to doing this doesn't see it. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. P people just get in, you know, you could, could you, some like, MBAs get into a room and just talk talk the uh, CEO into doing it, and the guy pulls yeah. the fucking trigger, and he's like, "All right, let's uh, let's do it." Has, I think competition has a huge play in it, where they start feeling that competition, and that's when they just start trying to throw out these hell marys. You know, they're trying to be know. Amazon, but like, dude, you can't. What these companies, what these other moonshot companies have, like companies, tech companies have, they have a very very solid core business. Like Amazon has AWS. Google has advertising so they can fuck around and do all these things because they have such a right. huge, amazing core business. AT&T has a good they business. They can YOLO responsibly. They can YOLO responsibly. Exactly. Whereas, um, you know, AT&T, they have massive competitors. They have Verizon, T-Mobile. They have competitors. And that money that they used to, to, to acquire Time Warner could have been used to build out their 5G infrastructure, which is their biggest, most important core business. That's where the money should have been going to. That's what they should, have, they should have been focused on. And the good thing is they realize their mistake and they're, and they're reversing it. So it might, you know, you know, ho hopefully things work out for them. I just, I, I just laughed. I saw that. I was like, man, wow, that's, that's hilarious. I, I'm starting to put it together. The past three, four months, I have been AT&T in my portfolio. Like, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, AT&T. Just reeling it back in. Okay, that was a horrible decision. So, <laughs> you know. Oh man! Yeah. Hey, at least you want Archer Ghost Capital fucking yoloing on Viacom and Discovery stocks. <laughs> I, honestly, like it hasn't been that bad. I've I've already like bounced back a good amount. Um, but you know there was a, there was a time there where I was like, I need to consolidate my portfolio. Like I need to get rid of these spacs. I need to get rid of these yes. trending things. Yes, and um, you know I got rid of them a lot earlier than it could have been a lot worse don't get me right. wrong especially those spacs but, dude but SPACs i should have been, been should have been more on top of it and seeing the trend you know 
going the other direction. Speaking so. of that, dude, Peloton. Um, I'm, I'm going to finish on this Peloton. Um, I think I, I think it might have been your thread or someone. I saw someone's thread. I'm like, dude, they're really getting me hyped on Peloton. So I bought the dip on Peloton. I got it for a hundred under a hundred dollars, and it's been flying over the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh, I know. And it's like it's been doing great. It's been doing great, and so I promised my wife that if Peloton, you know, if I was able to make like a couple grand on my Peloton stock, I would use that money to buy her a Peloton. And so that's exactly what I did. <laughs> and the, no way. So you yeah. actually got it. I got it. I just got it yesterday. Dude, you um, got to tweet that out. You got to be like, just I know, I know. my wife a Peloton with my Peloton stock. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. I was like, all right, if I make a couple grand on my Peloton investments, I will, I will buy you, I will buy you a, I mean, it was her birthday coming up anyways, but I was like, oh yeah, well, let's see. I'll, I'll buy it to you if it reaches a hundred dollars. Uh, I think I bought it around like 90 ish or so. So, uh, I was like, yeah, if it goes over a hundred, I'll <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I have a two year old kid, man. Not doing that shit. Uh, so I got the, I got the bike. It was like oh, two grand or something like that. And, uh, so yeah, no, that's what I did. I used my Peloton money, Peloton investment profit. Some of it, not, not all of it. I didn't sell, I didn't, yeah. I didn't own so much of it, but I sold some of it to um, use that money to buy my wife an actual Peloton. So then I'm contributing towards Peloton success, you know? Because yeah. <laughs> like now that's revenue in their pockets, but I'm a shareholder. Fucking, you know, it all, it all, it all adds up. It all, it all, but, hopefully it all increases the stock price. You know, but when it's turned into like the next Nike or something, you're going to be like, God damn it, why did I sell my Peloton? It's like, why the fuck did I sell two grand of it and not just kept it's worth 200 grand now? Yeah, I know. I know. I told my wife that too. I was like, listen, like, if Peloton stock keeps going up, like we might, we, this might be a very expensive bike, you know? Yeah. And dude, it's like, it's a nice bike. I, it's, I literally just got it yesterday. It's a really nice bike. Um, my initial reaction, like, fuck, this is expensive. <laughs> like, yeah. like it's a bike. And then you have to pay like 40 bucks a month for, uh, for the, um, the classes and stuff, yeah. the subscription. So it's an incredible business. Uh, and their churn rate, I think you mentioned this too in your, in your thread that you did a while ago, that their churn rate is so low. Like they, they don't oh, lose yeah. customers, dude. No. It's a fucking cult. No, it is. Yeah, the cult bikes. The cult it's bikes. Insane. It's a status symbol. I mean, like I said it that I said it um, before that if I had a Peloton, that thing would be like in the middle. I mean, you'd open the door to my house and it'd be there. <laughs> it'd be like on a stand. Like, oh. I see the Peloton? Amazing. There'd be like Casually. glass behind it. <laughs> be like behind glass. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm part just... of the Peloton cult now, dude. I'm officially part. I haven't tried it yet. I'm excited to try it out. See what the hype is. But I'm part of the cult. They got me in, and so we'll, and I'll, I'll is, report is like, back. You know, you spent so much money on it. Yes. That, like you're gonna use it. Yes, dude. Because it's in your brain. Like I spent. Where if you bought like a four hundred dollar bike, whatever, you'd be like, yes. oh, okay. But I just feel like some about the psychology of like spending a lot of money on something you want to make use of it hell yes so, dude are yeah. you fucking kidding me you i'm like the amount of money i spent on this thing we better be using this shit every single day <laughs> on top of the 40 bucks a month like i'm like we better be using that we better be using the shit out yeah. of us yeah <laughs> so right, man. i'm part of the cult now all right Dave, that was awesome this was yep. episode six of our no capital gains podcast yes, riffing sir. about the market we literally don't plan anything. Um, Unscripted. We didn't even come up with a script. Usually we have an outline. And we're going to talk about these things. 
this this week has just been so hectic for the both of us. We're like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just go unscripted and just like let's just talk. Subscribe, don't subscribe. No one gives a fuck. Uh, we just <laughs> like having fun on here. We're gonna yep. keep doing this even if no one listens. So yes, you might as well listen.